Alright, welcome back, Rugby Pick'em listeners. We just got done with probably our best interview to date, Kayvon Williams. That's right, the number six for the USA Eagles Sevens. He took some time out to sit with me, Uncle Johnny, and Florida Man Dev the night before his biggest tournament. He's one of the most humble players I've ever played with. An athletic freak on the field, can do it all. The interview went all over the place. We hammed it up. We talked about his come up in Houston, the New Mexico Vatos, time with the Barbos, and lastly, getting into the OTC. Uh, It was a lot of fun. We're going to be dropping hopefully more things to come, but I will say, Johnny, this was probably our best interview today. Enjoy! Alright, welcome back Rugby Pick'em fans. We're sitting here in the Hilton in San Francisco. Uncle Johnny is in tow, producer, Florida Dev, on BT, and we have probably our biggest guest. Oh Lord. Kayvon Williams on the eve of his biggest tournament of his career. Yep, that's me, Kayvon. I'm here. Kevin, and we're don't lo- call me Kevin Williams. Don't you dare call him Kevin Packy. Yep. If Packy's calling it tomorrow, you <laughs> yeah. better get everything right. <laughs> but we're happy Kayvon took a time out today to fucking chill with his... We like to think we're the, the OG Barbo group. No, definitely the OG Barbo group. <laughs> and we'll get to that, but we're going to do his rugby pick and bile. And uh, we got to start by just asking you, what has the past couple of days been like? Hectic? It's been... Uh, are we allowed to curse on you? Oh, you can say fuck, <laughs> like, fuck, shit, piss, whatever the hell you want. Okay, I just needed to know. Um, it's been it's been hell, man. I mean, it's been real. Like training's been it's been cool, but man, like just dealing with the media shit and like all of that stuff is just it's just a big distraction. But I mean, I'm glad we could distract him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are people doing? No, with I mean, it? I mean, you guys aren't so much of a distraction because y'all are like the boys and shit. But just like. These random faces that we see, and these people just want to talk and stuff. And I mean, I'm not, like, I'm like on the bottom tier of a team. Like, I'm like, like you know, I, I, I show, I, no, I like, I show up and, like, and you know, maybe like a few people know me. I'm not, I'm not even like the like the Pinkies, the Dannys, the Perrys, like those people. I'm not even on that level, and it's annoying to me. So I can, I mean, I know how those guys feel, but I just imagine everybody wants their soundbite with you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody wants some type of conversation, some type of talk, and it's just. It gets to be a little extra, so like we just kind of most of the time we just kind of hide out in the hotel. We don't really go nowhere, <laughs> yeah. Unless we're trying to like sneak away and get some yeah. like some food. Like who, who are you rooming with? Uh, Maka. 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 What's yeah. he like? He's good. He's quiet. That's my roommate. I don't. I mean, I've been roommates with quite a few people on the team, and Maka's my boy. And that's that's if that's my number one go to roommate. There you go. Yeah. So let's go way back. You're born and bred in Houston. Yeah. You're actually repping H Town this weekend. Yeah. Always. When you grew up, who was your Houston star? Were you the Hakeem Olajuwon days, or are you a little young for that? I mean, Please tell me James Harden isn't your guy. I mean, James Harden is cool. I mean, my my Houston guy had to be Andre Johnson, you know. Uh, Bro, when he threw down with the, uh, the Finnegan. Yeah, yeah, Finnegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was dope. Like, um, he was my guy. I used to always want to, like, uh, be like a receiver like him because I play receiver, but he was dope. Um but yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon, that was like 94, 95. I was like like three years old, four years old. So, I mean. So the early day Texans when Shaw was airing it out and getting money and like, I mean, they never really went to the playoffs, but they were pretty good. Yeah, Shaw didn't really do nothing for me. <laughs> Andre Johnson did something for me, but Shaw never really did anything for me. I mean, they went to the playoffs, but they all right. But let's, let's go back to Houston. You were 100% football then. And Houston's oh. a football town. I knew I knew shit about rugby. Rugby <laughs> rugby wasn't even a thought in my mind at that point. I, all Texas I, football. All I knew was yeah, Texas football. That's all we all I knew. I ran a little track, but that's all we did. Football since I was like six, seven years old. What'd you run the track? Um, I did decathlon. So decathlon? Yeah. Ten of us. The ultimate yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was ranked number 12 in the country when I came out of high school. Ultimate athlete. And didn't want to go to college to run track because I fucking hate running. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of running. But I, you do it pretty well. Yeah, yeah I hate, I, I absolutely hate it. Like, just the continuous running, like, 
you know, you train for like for the 100 where it's only like 10, 11 seconds. Right. But you're doing like freaking 30 hours worth of training a week. That sounds like Johnny Sexlight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh. 30 hours of training in 30 oh, seconds Lord, actually, he couldn't even say anything so either, so either it's super true oh, oh yeah it's probably true so <laughs> fucking savages man friends like these eh so well that's why you did decathlon because like it's it changes it up. It changes yeah. the whole calculus. Like you're not just running one event yeah. and training for the eight hundred. It's like the ultimate it's like being just being an athlete. Like right. you gotta do everything. You gotta run, jump, throw. Sevens. Yeah. You gotta do everything. <laughs> Favorite event in the decathlon? Oh probably the long jump or the hundred meters. Okay. You ever got sub ten? That's right. Huh? Wait, no, not sub ten. Nobody sub does 11. sub yeah. eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. does. What was your fastest time in the hundred? Uh, I pulled off a ten seven. Ten seven. Ten seven flat. I didn't say ten seven flat. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I had a tutorial last year. Full second faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> Full second, like a second is oh, a long time yeah, at hundred. Who were uh, who were some of your your leaders in Houston? Like who who pushed you to be a good athlete when you were in high school? Um, my parents, you know, they they pushed me a lot. I had like some good coaches. Coach McGee, he was like the head coach of the football team at the time. Um, and my track coach, uh, Coach Blanks, he pushed me a lot. I mean, he was he was real cool in my life, like real influential in my life. He's like. Part of the reason, like, I, I joined my frat and shit, because, like, you know, he's a Q. And so, um, actually, like, a few of us from our track team and football team actually became Qs and stuff like that because of the influence that they kind of had on us when we were growing up. And we just kind of wanted, not, not really, like, be like them or follow in their footsteps, but the men they became, we were just kind of, like, happy with that. And so, we kind of did the same thing, but... And that's what you got on your arm, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. brand. Yeah. And then I... And then, Quite literally. Yeah, a brand. <laughs> um, and then I also did, like, summer track, too, because they, they told us that we can't just be sitting around in the summertime. So uh, I did some summer training with, like, Coach Terry, Coach Susan. Those are, like, second parents to me, too. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't... I just think I had, a, like, a pretty good support system, man. Like, I met people, and they just kind of, like, took me in and just kind of, like, helped me out. And like I'm still, I still talk to all of them to this day. Like, like they're like real family. Yeah. So you graduate high school? Oh nine. Off to a little tiny college in New Mexico. Fuck. New Mexico <laughs> Highlands. Fuck. Yeah. How'd you end up there? Like seriously, like. I, um, You're telling me USC wasn't not recruiting your ass? <laughs> I had I had like some some decent schools recruiting me, and I also had an offer come through from. University of Houston, like my second Owls. Like No, that's right. No, that's the cool. Take it back. Take yeah. it back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're talking about right. Yeah. All right, but yeah, they offered me when I was a when I was a senior in high school, but they wanted me to play fucking cornerback. And I was like, man, I ain't fucking playing no defense. I want I want the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I want the ball, bro. And um so that was that was cool, but I just kind of like wanted to sit around and like wait on my offers, and then like my quarterback kind of got hurt uh, early on, and after that, shit, we just I didn't I had no more offers, and like numbers we, dipped. Yeah, they did. It. <laughs> uh, University of Houston, they didn't they weren't messing with me no more, and so like my offensive coordinator, Coach Hill, at the time, he was like, you know, I got this boy that I grew up with, you know, he's the coach of this team in New Mexico and I was like, look man, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to keep playing. I'll play anywhere. And then I went out there on a visit and they didn't even want to give me no scholarship, man. And so um I just went out there, no no scholarship, no nothing. Um I just wanted to be on somebody's team and I mean if I could do it again, like I don't like to say if I do it again, like I would just go to a bigger school. But I, but I sold myself short by going there, and I probably could have went somewhere else and been just as good. Uh, but I went there, and I played pretty well. And I, I got them to offer me a scholarship the next year, and they paid for everything that I was done. So Really? Four yeah. years later, you yeah. got a college degree. Yeah. But what happens your senior year? 
What did we do? Uh, senior year was good. We um, we should scroll. No, definitely no. So, so senior year of football, um, we we did all right in football. We we went like nine and two, and then I realized that I like I was going to school for biology, and I was just like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. And you know, I had um, I had well, Marissa. She was like, she was still like my girlfriend at the time, or what, or something like that. But we had like, well, she was definitely my girlfriend. But you know, we had my daughter Zaya, and um, you know, I just wanted to take some time off from school, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I got this homeboy, uh, Adrian McDuff, and he was like, Look, man, I, you should definitely come play rugby. You know. Um, and I was like, I don't know about that. And he was like, you need to, uh, but you got to be in school. And I was like, well, I ain't even thinking about finishing school. And uh, he's like, yeah, you just finish. You can come play. You just finish school and you'll be straight. So I went to a practice and they was like, you know, this is what you got to do. And I was not excited about fucking running around, <laughs> tapping people without fucking helmets and pads. <laughs> like, I just wasn't excited about it, um, which probably encouraged me. To not get not get <laughs> It's like I'm gonna step you. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get around. Yeah, and so I just kind of went out there and just kind and it actually reminded me of like I don't know. Everybody got like their version of of like the the their neighborhood football like growing up like you know oh, yeah. uh, backyard in the snow. Yeah, yeah, but you know like we used to, our version is like it's called high ball. You know, it's like every man for himself. Yeah, you throw the ball up, somebody catches it, you're right. trying to run end zone to end zone without getting tackled. Smear the queer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, no, that, that's a version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, some, I, I think I got a uh, boy in Atlanta, they call it like throw it up, bust it up, or something yeah. like that, but yeah, smear the queer. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of uh, what it reminded me of, and I was like, you know, I can, I can get down with this, you know, and slowly start learning the game. And So, of, so did, as far as rugby, did it start as 15s? Or oh yeah, it definitely started as fifteens, and boy was that easy. <laughs> like I mean, it was like just, being a wink. <laughs> like, uh, call play, me when you need me. I was playing. Well, I was playing fullback at the time. Oh yeah. And um, that's just the position they put me at. And like I'm nothing against inscro rugby or like the small school rugby, but like you know, it's def- I mean, it's definitely some teams that can play. Be a club, but but it's a it's a lot of teams out there that's just shred. They just are like. It's no reason that you should be on a fucking field right now. Like, you, know, just, you know, just go ahead and go go so back to school. Go do what the fuck you need to do to get out of there. God, I love so if somebody kicked it in the air, you would just receive it and just shrink. Yeah, every every time anybody kicked it, like, I don't give a fuck how deep I... I caught, I caught balls in, our t- in, a, in, a, in the, uh, the tri-zone. Tri- zone. And I was taking them back like fucking punt returns. Like, they, they'd be like, touch it down. Or, I'm like, yeah, nah. Nah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> But, so your guys' seventh team was good though. No, nah, we were fucking bar none good. I I back I back my seventh team, the team that we won a national championship with, Vatos versus almost any seventh team in the country. All right, well I got a rugby pick'em game for you. We play with every guest. It's called top three. And oh, here's the situation: shit. you got to pick three guys three to help guys. you win one game. You three get guys. them injury free in their prime. New Mexico Vatos. How many vatos? Oh, shit. You can only three, pick three, so it's top tough. Top three vatos. We gotta, we gotta know the why, though. It's all about the why. Now you can include yourself and be cocky and nah, sell, or you can yeah, go nah, three nah, others. Nah, 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 three. I'm, 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 I'm picking three to add to me. Okay. Okay. All right. Like Damn. Y'all gonna have some motherfuckers mad at me. <laughs> it's a hard game, man. Yeah, but, hold, on, hold on. So what? So what? So tell me the stakes. Are we win the game? Are we, we're play, what are we playing? Seven one off games. Seven. Seven. seven, 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 seven. One off final. All right. So I can injury is. pre, injury free in their prime. Ooh. All right. Yep. Three. All right. So first pick. His heart's beating fast. Oh man. <laughs> so it's mine. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick the missile. I gotta pick Jeremy because every time we gave him the ball in in, uh, in those situations, he always finds a way to score. Not saying that everybody else didn't. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. It's the Vatos. I fuck all of them. MLR yeah, champ, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Shout out yeah. missile. MLR champ. Yeah, he's still playing. He's still playing. He's still playing right now. But 
it'll have it would definitely have to be Missile. I, he he'd be on my squad. Uh, next pick is Diamal. I don't know if y'all know Diamal, but he was just like he just he just got it. Like he I brought him in like real late to rugby because I played football with him, and he just understood how to recognize recognize space. Like he was a great defender. I feel like basketball has a lot of spacing. Yeah, rugby, right? yeah. You're like you're moving towards the open. He played position. high school basketball, yeah. so and I mean maybe maybe that's why. But like he he just he just knew how to offload. Like a backdoor cut in yeah. basketball is running a line. Yeah, in, in rugby. So him and third person. One more. Hearts will be broken. Yeah. Sykes is gonna be mad, but it ain't him. Oh, <laughs> let him know. Let him know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to roll with Celester because oh, spicy player. Because yeah, he he could and you know Sykes was a hard runner, but the motherfucker can't pass. <laughs> <laughs> now we we had him at center this year for the Barbells. Yeah. He ended the year on the wing and he crushed. He found yeah. he found his position. He's man. like. Crush you don't it. need to do a spin pass in pressure. Yeah. Like, you don't need that. Yeah. So, so solely, solely off of the reason that Sykes can like Sykes was like bar none one of the best defenders we had. Like bar none, bro. He was on force in this year. Yeah. yeah. But freaking crush people. <laughs> but yeah, Celeste, man. He creates. You know, the way yeah. I watch him play is like he is a hundred percent facilitator. Yeah. He's gonna create, he's gonna see space. And he's just gonna put people in good positions. And shit, those those three I just named were just like Devato's fifteens back line. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that was Celester. Celester played twelve. Missile played thirteen. Yep. DMR played on the wing, and I played fullback in certain wherever. But yeah, I mean, so I remember you guys had already won CRCs, but the second one when you guys just crushed teams and you had that highlight reel come out where y'all yeah. throwing behind the back passes, yeah. you had the fresh shade, yeah. the shade buzz now. Yeah. yeah, I was like, let's go, yeah. let's fucking go. Like it yeah. was so because you had already played with the Barbos at that point. Yeah, we had already known you. Yeah, and to see you go out and get another ring and title was fucking unbelievable. Now, came on, did you know you actually competed in the CRCs against somebody in this room? I did. I didn't know at the time. <laughs> Florida man dead. But we did talk about it after the fact. Yeah. And they were they they were a decent team. Devin, what's it like trying to match up with the Vatos? We got beat. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We got beat. <laughs> oh my gosh. They it, had, was, it, it wasn't a slaughter though. It was it, it wasn't a slaughter. They caught us early on in the tournament. We hadn't even got rolling yet. Lucky to them, <laughs> but nah, they they were they were all right. I I remember I I just remember them specifically because they had this this one winger that they thought was so fast. Um, what's this like? Squirky, squeak, squeak, sparky, huh? Sparky, sparky. That's his name. <laughs> That's his name. I remember that guy vividly because they just thought he was so fast. They were just like, oh, we're but gonna... we but we saw a whole new level of fast. <laughs> Or we got to like, party. They were like, just give him the ball. He's going to run around. And we just no. like, yeah, no. okay. No. So you got your top three, but let's shout out more Vatos now. Because Big Dan Wagner come play with uh, us. Well, yeah. See, you just said seven. So I know. Big Dan ain't no sevens player, but he a force <laughs> in 15s. Bro, he is one of the largest humans I stand next to. We're talking like 6'5", 270, all healthy, muscle. He might be one of the best locks. Yeah, his knee's shaky, but we want him back. You're hearing this. Swags, get back. Get <laughs> out. Swag, come on, yeah. Danny. Him, you know, we had um, Brandon Brandon Ray. We had, like, Adrian McDuff. Uh, Jose. We had, you know, like, we're in New Mexico, so we got, like, we got some Mexicans out there that's fucking dogs, bro. Like, some of them are straight from over the border. You know, man, I ain't saying no names, but they might be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying to get anybody deported. You know, right? <laughs> nah, they might be legal now. But, it, it, but They're legal. Know, yeah, but uh, we had like JP. Um, who else we had playing, man? We had, oh, Rhino. We had Ray Henley. Uh, Ray. Damn, man. All boys who came through the Barbos. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Chief. Tom Chief. He's a, he's a he's a baller. How'd you get hooked up with Ramos? Um, we went to a tournament in fucking Wayne, Nebraska. 
Never been to Nebraska a day in my life. Went to a tournament out there, and uh, we played really, we played well as a team. It was our first seventh tournament ever. Like our coach Dick Green was like basically like you know fifteen season was over. He's like, look, I think you got to be really good at sevens. None of us had even heard of seven. And he's like, look, I'm paying for I'm paying for the van. You guys drive up there. Y'all go play and, and try it out. And we went up there and we fucking won the tournament. And uh, we met freaking Howard Kent. Kent. Anybody that's met Howard Kent, Howard. they know this squirrely. How weird. <laughs> how, how weird. How, he, he could yeah. talk rugby for years. I mean, he'll talk rules for yeah. years. Laws. Laws. He They're clearly has an eye for talent because he yeah. picked Kayvon and he said, you got to play with the green and white. Yeah. So, you got to do it. So he picked me to go for a tryout. He said, I want you to drive to Denver um, for this like little tryout that we had. And it was like fucking a conditioning test, bro. I, were you at that one? <laughs> Fuck, man. I remember like uh, Maximo being there and like Logan being there. And I remember getting up there to the turn. Uh, and it was like, Elliot was actually there too. And I remember getting up there and we they made us run like a freaking, uh, like a freaking thousand yard thousand sh- meter shuttle. Th- thousand meter shuttle. I fucking got last. <laughs> you did not. I did. I am, I am not fucking bullshitting you. I got last. What? Bro. And then they made us do like an RSD, like a one to one ratio rest uh, shuttle, and then we just had to do like some passing shit. And my passing was like suspect. Um, you were raw. Yeah, my my fitness still is a bit My raw. fitness is crap. Uh, but we started, but then we started playing scrimmages, and then that so was, what? What's the transition like from going to the Vatos and playing with a Maximo, a Pinkelman, and the kind of talent level that's on the Barbos and, and the qual the Frontier qualifier is the hardest qualifier out there in the country. Bar none. North yeah, East, the Northeast is crap. You heard it here first. Savage. Because um, savage. Rugby Sevens Magazine and Dustin Rosen savage. likes to put them on a pedestal. I see you on and every time, And every time he posts anything about savage. the Northeast, I go down in the comments and I write overrated. I see <laughs> I see <laughs> No, but man, playing with those guys like it helped me like up my game because, like, I mean, Max in general. Yeah, like being at the Vatos, like, like I mean, after I played with them for like maybe like three games, and I started actually wanting to learn about the game, I became the person that to contact about questions and stuff like that because nobody knew. What You're the quarterback. Yeah, so getting there and just kind of being like just a soldier, just like listening to what people are saying. You know, like, I was used to getting the ball with, like, five people around me and trying to make something happen. And I didn't know how to act. And I got the ball, and I was just, like, one-on-one matchup with somebody. And all I got to do is just make one person miss and go score. Um, so those guys just kind of helped me a lot, like, up the game and stuff. And they just taught me a lot about the game. So the first season I played with you was 2014. We blew it in nationals. In the quarterfinals, we lost to Kansas City in Seattle. I missed a tackle. Gannon Moore fucking rounded me on the wing. Literally to this day, that is the one rugby play that I, I hold myself accountable to. Like every time I want to quit working and quit working out, I'm like, Gannon Moore fucking round to do in nationals. Work harder. Like we, we dropped the quarters there where I feel like we could have been playing Seattle in the final. And like for those that ha- don't know, the Barbos have this this terrible curse. I, I don't want to say curse. It's a fucking curse. It's a curse. It's a fucking curse. The Barbos have been to eight finals. And they're yeah. 0 for 8. And they're <laughs> the seven. So, and so, taking from you to Kayvon here, uh, what's, the, <laughs> what's the thing that drives you? Like, what what's the, what's the thing that keeps you coming back? Like, hungry as you go? I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a competitor, man. I've always been a competitor. Like, I don't want to fucking lose nothing, bro. Like, like, I fucking stayed with Logan and Devin this fucking summer, bro. And there was some hot tension in the house for over some fucking ping pong. Let's, 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 <laughs> hey, let's put it out there right now. Florida man, who got the better, you or Kayvon that summer? Overall? Yeah. Me. All right. So, in the words of my man Elliot, because he never lets me forget it, you're only as good as your last race. <laughs> And, and, and the last time that I played either one of those two suckers at that house, <laughs> I won. Okay. 
I love it. Since you were <laughs> on so, so what I have to say about that is I just feel like I made him a better athlete throughout that summer. Yeah. <laughs> and he came out on you know, last day on top. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Be, I mean, it's so okay. He did beat me like 11 times in one day. <laughs> in one day. <laughs> one. Oh, my God. It was, it was bad. He was, on, he was on the slump, and I was owning it. I was talking <laughs> shit, and I was happy about it. Actually, I just beat Logan the other day. Not to make it about myself. But. <laughs> no, but no, I think was, Logan's beat me 100 times, but when you beat Logan, it's so fucking good. It's yeah. gratifying because <laughs> he has to humble himself, and he doesn't humble himself. Often, <laughs> I will say, I will say, just being in the presence of a competitor like Kayvon, like it, it, it just upped everybody's game. Like, yeah. That whole summer, there were probably right. ten games played in a day. I'm gonna tell you right now, you can't let me win in nothing because I'm gonna let you know I won, and you're gonna remember that one until we play again. Hey, what's, <laughs> our, what's our horse record, by the way? Horse record. I, I was up. Wait, what? <laughs> oh no! Don't you dare! Uh, don't you fucking dare! Go to the film. No, I'm not lying. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to definitely get a rematch on that. But, but yeah, I think I think just my competitive drive. Um, I got freaking I got two little ones at the house that just kind of keep me going because they always like they they watch me play. They always want to do little workouts. They always want to do stuff that I'm doing. So if I'm doing something right, uh, then they'll follow and do it. So I mean, that's why I work hard. You re- you repped hard with the Barbos for two summers. I mean, both times you're we're in nationals, we're competing. Right. That was a good fucking team. And then Pinkelman gets the call up. Mike Friday likes what he sees. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, Pinkelman's got the blue check mark. Yeah. When do you get your blue check mark? Man, they gave that to everybody who made the Olympics. Right? I was gonna say you had to be on the Olympic squad. They gave that to everybody mark. who went to the Olympics. So you think you're gonna get it after this weekend? I don't know. We'll see, man. Maybe. Hey, Twitter! Give my man his blue check mark. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Hopefully, maybe I'll get a blue tick. So Pink gets a look. He's out there with Friday. And how do you get involved with the OTC? How do you get involved with the Eagles? Um, so I went for a camp. Actually, after that first year at Nationals, and that was like Mike Friday's first year, and I went to a camp, and I did all right at the camp, but they ain't like me. And so got sent home. Um, just kept playing like um, with the Vatos and with the Barbos. And then um, I remember rooming with Marty at um, Cerebi Town Sevens. One and I think it was that was the year we won. And he uh, and I was just like asking him like, "How do I get a call up or whatever like that?" And so Pinky. And so I actually ended up talking to Pinky and Pinky. Said that he would put in a word for me, and green and white. And so um, Pinky texted me, and he was just like, uh, "Look, they should be sending you a fucking um, like an email inviting you to the first camp of the year, blah blah blah." And I never got the fucking email. And so, and so Pinky hit me up, and he's like, "You know, like camps in like like four days or whatever, like that. Are you still heading out or going or whatever? Like I ain't never get no fucking email. Don't tell me it was in your junk mail. <laughs> no." Because that happens. And so, and so Pinky calls Mike Friday, and he's like, "Look, I thought we talked about this. You were gonna invite him, give him a chance." Are you serious? Yeah. And 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 Ben did this. Suck his neck out. And so he's like, "Um, I thought you said you were gonna invite this guy to the uh, camp or whatever like that." And you know, nothing against Mike Friday or any of the coaching staff, but I just didn't think they thought I was ready to perform. And so, uh, and I think Mike Friday. Nothing against Mike, but I think he did it to, like, prove to Pinky that I wasn't good enough to kind of be there. Oh, uh, like invited you in to, to show. Yeah, or the, the, to, like, prove that I necessarily shouldn't be there. Really? And, um, and you know, it's not a bad thing because from Give from from their, from what they were looking at and the type of player they were looking at, maybe I wasn't that complete of a rugby player at the time, but when I came into camp, like, you put a motherfucker in front of me, like he's nothing to me. Like I, I mean, I really don't care who you put in front of me. Not, I don't care about no name, no credentials, none of that. Like it's, it's man on man, and I think I won him over when I went to that camp. Just like being competitive, you know, scoring, uh, show that I like worked on my pass, and just like knowing the game a little bit. And they offered me an invite to stay for a little while, and so 
I was like, for for that whole preseason, I was like on a, like, I was just there just to be there. Like I wasn't there like on a contract. I was just there um, to earn my spot. And so, freaking two and a half, three months, I worked. You already got a scholarship before. <laughs> yeah. Same thing, right? Four yeah. years later. And so you gotta I earn the yeah. And so I and I earned my spot for that uh, Dubai and Cape Town tour. And I remember you dotted the first time in Cape Town. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. I'm fucking out there, fist pumping the TV, <laughs> shouting at it. I played with that kid. Like, let's fucking go. Yeah, man. So that was, I mean, that's kind of like the story how I got onto the squad. So, like, Pinky helped a lot. Um, and, I mean. Let's talk about heartbreak, though. You make that that Dubai squad then you, they were ready to go ship out to Australia New Zealand you yeah. tore your MCL on a run through before you you already got named to the team yeah I, I, I was talking with Logan I'm everybody when we heard the news I go that's gotta hurt more than getting cut right yeah. it's like you made the team you do a fucking run through like you I, tear your MCL I, I literally just like I just got my contract like like two weeks prior. Um, and we just like and we were just it was the practice before we were supposed to be going leaving, and it was like fucking pouring rain, and I remember and it was my fault. Like the the whole situation was completely my fault. Like it and so like I remember Mike saying like look we're gonna go out here find like a dry spot because the field we were training on didn't drain well, so it was just like fucking puddles of like standing water everywhere, and it was contact day. And so I was like, man, fuck, I ain't trying to just get soaked or whatever like that. And I shouldn't have went out there with that mentality. I should have just went out there and said, let's just get, just get the job done. And so I went out there, and so we got this drill called Dano Drill. It's a contact drill. Um, it's like it's kind of like the three-passing drill we do. You take it and run into the bag, but instead of running to the bag, you, somebody tackles you. And I, But if you don't want to get tackled, you know, you go in and take the contact and you just offload the ball. And I remember going into contact, and he hit me on my leg in a way that I should have just went down. And I knew I should have went down, but I was, in my mind, I just wanted to offload because I didn't want to hit the ground. And then, just snapped. And it was over with after that. Recovery, recovery, recovery. But here you are a year later, and you're back on the fucking tour. You got a ton of caps this year. Yeah. Integral part of the first team to bring it home in Vegas. Yeah. What was that like? Was Vegas an all-time high? Yeah, man, Vegas is up there, man. Of all times, I like moments in my my career for sure. Um, it was just special, special moment. I mean, kind of being here reminds me of it. Just like the atmosphere, just like a lot of people, yeah. um, just rooting for us and the energy. Yeah, on, like, home energy. turf. Yeah, right. man, it, that that it's something real. Like There's the home field advantage it. is something. It's it's, yeah. it's a real thing, bro. There's something about it. Um, and you know we played really well. I mean, we got we had to knock off some big squads. You know, team had to go. We we knocked off England, um, in, in Fiji. In the, I mean Fiji in the semifinals, and that's like I remember that game. And that was crazy. And then freaking Argentina, man. <laughs> I mean, Argentina. I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not. Even, I'm probably not even supposed to say this, bro. But like, we got like a thing for Argentinian Argentinian boys, bro. We just don't really like them. Like, what? Uh, in what way? Like, they just like be specific. It's kind of like they kind of like toot their nose up, you know. Like they got decent. They're sponsors. cheeky. They, yeah. They're decent. They got like a good sponsor, you know. They just think that they're. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I think that they're better people than them pe- than uh, everybody, but like we play them so much, and it's just like, like I mean, I remember when I first got on the squad. Like I mean, obviously, like till to this day, like we know that we don't like Canada. Like yeah. you just don't. We just don't. And, uh, They're too nice. Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> but the next neighbor no. to the south is like nothing against nothing against my boy Tom Hewitt. <laughs> TV Hill, yeah. But we don't really like Canada. But I think I've grown a stronger passion against Argentina. Really? Yeah. They just I just don't like playing them. Don't like seeing them. Snooty? Like, they're like, you don't like it? Or you like playing like, I'm looking at the schedule right now, Kayvon, and if Canada wins against Papua New Guinea, Argentina's waiting for him. So we got the Canada-Argentina game coming up. Yeah, I don't care who wins or who loses. Let's talk about this weekend. Here's the lineup. Perry Baker, Danny Barrett, Madison Hughes, the captain, Martin Iosefo, Carlin Isles, Matt Tyloeta, Falau Nua, Ben Pinkelman, Brett Thompson, Stephen Thomason, Maka Nufe, and Kayvon Williams. Let's play superlative game. 
I'm going to describe an adjective, and you got three seconds to pick one of those guys. Shit. All right. Strongest. Strongest. Oh, probably Maka. In like weight room strong. What? Whatever your weight definition strong? of strongest. Or like, is. are we talking weight room stronger or like on the field strong? Hey, you can However say heart strong, mentally. Whatever you think. However you want to define. So like, it. Right, if, we, if we like on the field strong, then it's gonna be Danny. Right. But if we like talking <laughs> in the weight room, like it's, it's Maka, the freaking monster. Really? Yeah. Funniest. Ooh. See. That's kind of hard. Because Shot clock. <laughs> Three. I need to see. I need to two. see the people. I need to see the people. Uh, Carlin's funny. Carlin's funny. Really? Do you guys yeah. give shit Carlin shit for having braces? Because you should. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of gotten old, but now now he got the top layer off, and he's just only at the bottom. But he rocks a top retainer now, and it looks disgusting. That's good. I just I just want to make sure that you were giving him shit. Um, steppiest. It's out of Mock and Marty. Those those, it's, those two go hand in hand. Like Marty's got tribe. I mean, if y'all, I mean, oh. like everybody knows Maka got feet. But if you ever go watch uh, Marty this past year and, and well, Marty, yeah. Marty killed a couple Australians. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. That might be an understatement. Kangaroo poacher. Yeah, man. Like it was. It was bad. Who's the shyest? Maka's the sh- Maka Maka's the shyest. Self-proclaimed in that Pioneers. Oh, I didn't watch the Pioneers. Oh, by the sorry, way. I don't want to. No, 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 Dev. We, we've been waiting to record. You watched it with Logan before you flew out yesterday. What would you think? Yeah. Did my man came on steal the show or what? No, definitely for not. me. Yeah, <laughs> no. But I have to ask. Like, did you know that they were building up to that thing the whole time throughout the season? Building up that? to that 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 special, the Pioneers. Um. Kinda. So we so we knew that because the World Cup was gonna be here, that they wanted like an inside look at like the home team. And the guy who did uh, Bruce, yeah, he's like um, he's the same dude who did the documentary on the Fiji team leading up to the Olympics, uh, yeah. like Sevens from Heaven or something like yep. that. If you've seen it, it's, good. Uh, it's a pretty good documentary. It's and pretty good. So uh, HSBC hired him to kind of do do one on us. And it's like leading up into the World Cup, and so that was the lead up. And if we do well enough, we'll get a part two of everything that kind of just happened after that video. Okay. Back to superlatives. Sassiest. Oh, sassy. Danny. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. No, he's a really funny guy. I heard him on one or two interviews, and because he didn't give the a guy can just cut it. He's, sa- he's sassy. He's sassy. He <laughs> he's is. sassy. Most confident. It's, it's it's Pinky or Perry. What? <laughs> they're like, bro, like they like. I mean, their game backs. They the they, they they backed themselves. Uh, I mean, Perry just all around backs like everything that he does. Uh, Pinky, Pinky sometimes doubts certain things, but one thing he will never doubt is fucking defense. Like that motherfucker is an animal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I, I try and watch you guys a ton. To this day, I have not seen Ben Pinkelman lose a lineout. I don't know if those stats hold up. Or a ruck for that. Ben Pinkelman has never lost a lineout. You heard it here, a hundred percent. You don't yeah, <laughs> miss he, a tackle either. Like honestly, like so that's the thing. Everybody misses a tackle. Yeah, like, well here it's the thing with sevens, like you can't miss tackles, right? So like his tackle efficiency. He has one of the highest tackle percentages on the team. And lastly, and they keep that, eh? Keep that stat. Who's the most humble? Falau. Falau Mua. Such a good answer. He's he's, he's so consistent. On he's, the field. he's so humble, and he he consistently plays well. And because of like the kind of player he is, he just doesn't get any credit for like his craft. Like he he he's the reason that we win so many kickoffs because he can kick off both feet. Yeah. And put it anywhere on the field. Like he's like the field journal. Like, like when you talk to him at practice, like he sees he sees plays like three like three phases in advance. Like he he looks at he looks at somebody and he's like and he can see like they're tired, they're already hanging, and he's calling plays to drag them again and drag them again, and and then we're attacking that space. He just he just real smart and he doesn't you know like I'm not saying that anybody on our team like wants the fame and the glory. But he's he's happy with the role he plays, and he's not looking for anybody's recognition or credit. He just wants to play the game and hang out with the boys. Okay. 
Yeah. The glue. Let's go to our culture section. Okay. I love choice. You get to pick your intro song and your outro song on this interview. What do you got? It's tough. You got to pick two songs, but... We can cut out the dead space. Oh, we will cut out the dead space. We'll cut this. (laughs) (laughs) And by that, I mean we won't cut it at all. Um... These are just like so. Like Logan picked the whisper song, you know. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, he did. <laughs> 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 hey, I don't have anything like that. He's been thinking about it forever. Though. It's like it's like in baseball. You're, you're, yeah, you're walking you're, up to the plate. You know. What do you got? I don't know, man. Uh, you got a pick. We'll wait. Um. Fuck, man. See, because I want a song that's like. That's you, right? Like, well, I, like I got like favorite songs and stuff like that. But then, then uh, go with it. It'll pop. It'll pop. No, well, Whitney Houston. Nah. Um, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> Johnny, that <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. Well, we'll let you think on it. Let's talk. All right, I got it. I got it. I got He's it. Got it. I, got it. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Um. So I like the song. Uh, I like "Love Yours" by J. Cole. Oh yeah, I see you hashtag that all the time. Yeah, you know, like that. That album is is probably one of my top three rap albums of all time. I love. He that. goes no features, yeah. top to bottom. Twenty fourteen. So is that on the way out? I don't know. Like, no, that might be on the way out. That's okay, on the way out. All right. We yeah, play the outros all the way. We put a little nuggets in the outro oh, too, a little, little stuff. But um, what do you got for your intro? You're probably gonna play 15 seconds, so make it make it hot, make it pop. I like no pressure or anything. I like I like Ti. Uh, like you know Why what you, you what you know about that. I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, those are actually those are my two favorite artists. Like, I was a big Ti fan growing up, and now that's pain. And then I just kind of converted over to J Cole, but yeah. Let's talk music. What what what's playing on your Spotify right now, bro? I'm fucking jamming all J Cole shit right now. Like, did you like the new KOD? Bro, you I, and I, Collins, I, man. I, I love I love the KOD, bro. I feel like it just it just it speaks volumes. When my little brother put me on J Cole, I was in college. He's like, yo, check out this guy. Like his <laughs> voice is just. When insane. my little brother put me on, no, I, I for the longest time as an older brother, you're like, ah, he's my younger brother. But when he started to like give me good rap tracks, I was like, oh, I actually respect your fucking. <laughs> And rap. Like, he put me on J. Cole and then I mean after I listened to the come up and all oh, his yeah. fucking deep tracks early I was like yeah. by the time 2014 Four Soul Drives hit I mean he, he's he's like one of my favorite rappers of all time he's good nah he's 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 right now my bar none like my favorite rapper him and then it's T.I. I can't I will never give up T.I. alright I got I got an out there question but it's only because my ignorant 63-year-old mother asked me the other day, you know, just like just like a baby. You and call a, your mother ignorant. No, no, listen. Wow. Just like a kid wow. takes the context and clues of their life and tries to figure something out, my mom, with these new terminologies, she asked me, she goes, Brendan, what does it mean to be woke? Does it mean that you understand black people? And I, I laughed, right, because I'm like, Jesus Christ, mom. In your words, what does it mean to be woke? Uh, <laughs> and again, I, 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 wow. I like I, I laughed at her because in her eyes, all she understands is that it's associated with black culture. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess the way that the black community uses it is, I mean, I mean, it is like understanding the black culture, understanding the the struggles and the hardships that we do and we do endure. Not on, not only like in the past, but in today's society. I mean, I feel like um, you know, like a lot of things just get brushed under the table, you know. And I mean, like, I, and I'm and I'm not the and I'm not the guy to just try to scream out like you know, fuck the police or like the police are bad people because you know, like not all cops are bad people. But I just like you just you, you can't you can't be a human being in today's society and and look at the world and look at what's going on in our country. And just think that everything is okay. Because, I mean, like, yeah, shit is okay in some people's neighborhood. Like, you're fine in certain neighborhoods. But, like, 
and I can take you some places back at home in Houston, like, well, like, not necessarily, like, like, because, I, I mean, my neighborhood I grew up in, like, my actual neighborhood where my house is was okay. Like, it was decent. But, like, the community that we lived in was 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 not. I mean, we I like I, I grew up in like Harris County, Houston, Texas, like um, one of one of the worst counties in in the state of Texas, and um, you know like my friends and you know everybody like I mean like I don't, it, and it's kind of hard for I'm, and I'm not saying like it's hard for like white people or like other cultures to understand it, but like. Like some people just will never understand like the look from a from a police officer or the look from another human being walking on the side of the street. You like like you never understand like walking walking on the street and somebody sees you and they just get on the other side of the street or they just move all the way out the way because they the prejudge. Yeah. yeah, I remember having some conversations with you like you know in the same realm when you were living with me. Yeah, like I just wanted to understand it, and, and that's why my mom yeah. asked me. She's yeah. like, I'm I'm honestly curious. Like she yeah. wants to understand, and I put her on Tanahisi Coates, The World Against Me. He's a great writer, yeah. and she starts reading this thing, coming back with questions like, "What the hell does it mean to be woke?" Yeah. Like, and I'm not, and I'm just not, and I'm and I'm like not like the person where like I just only want to only see like black people do good, or like I'm only rooting for black people. But I'm just like, I'm I'm also gonna be super proud when they are, and I will celebrate and I'll celebrate it more often because it just doesn't like it doesn't happen enough. And some I mean, and, it, and it, sometimes it's not always about the credit. But um, I just feel like they just, you know, there's just not enough credit thrown that way. And I just feel like people just need to be more aware and, and notice these things. That's, That's true. It. That's it. That's true. What's, what's the best attribute you inherited from your mother? Uh, best attribute from my mother? Like most like her and most like you. Um... Um, I feel like we just kind of logically, like, we just kind of, we kind of think the same. Like, we just, like, I think, like, both my parents, like, com- like, contributed, like, to my, like, my competitiveness and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like the way that I think, the way that I move, the way that I, like, raise my kids, um, the way that, you know, just the way I think about things for the most part is, like, just like my mom. Uh, so your paternal instinct comes from your maternal yeah upbringing. yeah I like I, that. but I um but I but I also think like I, I get like I got like a lot of my like my dad like I look like I look like a lot like my pops and like, I think I like what's the attribute you have the pictures between your, your dad you I, and your kid oh my like, gosh it's like I think we I think like we kind of we kind of both got like this switch like in us and like like we like real calm people for the most part, you know. Like we like real lively. Like I, I like to think like I'm like kind of like like real cool, like life of the party kind of people. Just like like talking to everybody, just kind of deal. And that's kind of like my dad is too. But it's like like don't step on us the wrong way. Like shit can get shit can go bad real quick. And I think I just kind of got that from him. That fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of just how he raised me to be. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, just don't step on me the wrong way, and we'll be fine. And we all good. You got any questions for us? Open floor. Hmm. Put us on blast. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. This is this podcast is open to anything, right? Oh anything, no. Fuck shit, piss, say whatever the hell you want. Yeah, everything. Anything. Or put Logan on blast. Just that's all good. Right now. <laughs> no, we'll we'll, we'll leave the corn dog alone right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, show them the socks we got. Where's the bag? Uh, <laughs> Uncle Johnny, you got a missus? Oh. Yeah, no, everything is yeah, open. Yeah, we got corn dog news. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> corn dog socks. <laughs> All right. Uncle Johnny's not answering. That's It's complicated. I, I, the, the it's yeah. complicated no, answer works yeah. fine well, for the me. The simple no. answer is what, no. Do you have what? What are you offering? <laughs> Dev, I talked to Dev on the way up. He doesn't have a girlfriend. You uh, you have a girlfriend? Nah. All right. Next question. Damn, we're losers. <laughs> so, no, I mean, you can be a winner. That's true. I, you know, after, you, after, after you answer this question, yeah. Yeah. who's going to slay anybody this weekend? 
Probably Florida man. But who's gonna slay somebody that they don't know? Florida man's hand is Florida man on the ceiling right now. I, 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 mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want you to talk about some previous stuff. That ah. some some chick that you knew in college. Oh, or, I never even you, been here before. Or you, or you ran into somebody that you. That's just, called the remix. Yeah, where you bring them back and you. Yeah, I, you know, you know, that's you know. a repeat offender. <laughs> hey, I I know a couple people. <laughs> no, I. I the, yeah. the, my problem is, honestly, Kayvon, is I know every fucking body that comes to this goddamn tournament. So it, This is why he's the best to go to the shit with. We sat down at the Irish bar down the street, mm-hmm. and who's sitting next to us? Johnny I was like, hey, Alex. Alex Magleby. And he's like, chatting hey, up Magleby hey, in 30 seconds. Like, the guy has no fear. I fucking love him. He's no, my uncle. He's a good dude. Like, she's just, yeah, like, Mags is cool. He's Mags a good cool. dude. Like, and he knows he's got that frame for the... Anyway, so when uh, so no so no sevens for you this summer. Nah, nah, I was back home. Let's no let's talk about the Barbos no, this no, summer in sevens. Let's not talk anything. Like, listen. So I'm playing. Man. I'm playing social sevens. Oh, that's social right. Social yeah, sevens on the circuit. The Mostly like games. Mountain League. We're playing Mountain <laughs> League with the cow pie. Okay, that was awesome. It's <laughs> like you know, hanging out. Is that tequila? Yeah. yeah. Tequila. Cut that. We'll cut that. Not me drinking tequila. Of course. <laughs> Let's get back on tomorrow. You guys are going to play the winner of Wales and Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. You played Wales before. Yeah. What is single elimination like? Bro, that's, it's like, it's so brutal. Because, you know, we, like, the U.S. got like this, um, this thing about us that, we're like a slow starting team. Um, we kind of take like a game to get going, and it's actually kind of been kind of costly to us. Like not even that we take a game to get going. Sometimes we just start games off real slow, and then we pick it up. You know, we'll go down like 14, 14 nil, and then we'll come back and win like fucking thirty five fourteen. But um, you know, it's kind of brutal. Like the way we've been preparing and stuff like that. It's like we just can't start slow. Like not starting slow at anything. Not starting slow at practice. Like. You know, threatening people that we'll just like, you know, we'll get through like a quarter of a session and like we'll just start over if we don't start the session right. But you got to think that other teams are kind of in the same boat, right? Like, and pardon my ignorance, but like, you got to think that some of the teams kind of like slow play it a little bit in a pool play tournament, right? Yeah. A little bit. And there's no option to do that. So you got to unload the gas. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to start quick and start fast. Like, um, we don't got to, we don't have time to be like, like having any mistakes, like, and it's no way we can start off this first game and, and take a L. Like, it's no way we can do that to ourselves, to our families, friends. Oh, our, I gotta our be fans. alive going into Sunday. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're we're canceling our flights right now. We have Sunday afternoon flights. If y'all are in play, I'm not on that flight. <laughs> I walked out of the office and said, "Guys, I'll see you Monday." And Wes. I don't understand why you guys didn't. Okay, we're so not we're tired. All, we're all going back Monday. I so guess. It's understood, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see how our Eagles do. Okay, on, where are you been slotting in on the practice squad? Nine, yeah. ten, wing? Um, yeah, everywhere they everywhere they want to put me. I'm, I mean, where would on, you on, like to play? On, on paper, I'm I'm a playmaker, so that's like the nine, ten role. The utility. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, but I like to think of myself as like a utility, and so does uh, the coaching staff. Like, I can play nine, ten, center, winger. Um, I don't play as much center, but I've played it before on the circuit. Did fine. Um, but, yeah. What's uh, it like being a utility and no forward specialist? Like, um, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, because, like, my number my number gets called on a lot. And actually, yeah, you, that you mentioned forward, like, fuck, man. I was asked to learn, like, all the line-out plays. Um, you know, might, might, see, might be seen at hooker. You know, you just never know. Like, no. Because back in the Barbo days, it was Bobby Empson to Maximo to Michael Ajibori to you on the wing. Oh, and that yeah. was a killer back. Oh, yeah. Bobby but, Pimpson. <laughs> Bobby Pimpson. Bobby Pimpson, yeah, man. Yeah, you should see his flow, man. Yeah, guy's got, he's, main, still, he's still got the main rock. Oh, it's like below his nipples. guy's got the best flow I'm, oh. I probably I might have ever seen. Damn. Ever. Pimpson. Yeah, man, he was a dog, man. He's a dog. Freaking hard worker. Yeah, man. Of the teams on the circuit, 
you got your team who you like to play against. Who would you not want to play exactly. against? Exactly. Who, who's the team that you have the utmost respect for that you're like, hell, like if I want to beat a team in the final, I want it to be the best team possible. Who is that team? South Africa. Fuck yes. I'm so glad you answered that. because true, though. I'll say, going back to the previous year, we got pipped by South Africa in four semifinals. They beat us four fucking times, and we're playing in that third place game. That shit hurt. Yeah, man. Good. We'll, we'll fucking we'll we'll fuck this off us. We'll beat them in the final. Oh, man. No, actually, we won't. We, respectfully. We won't, respectfully. We're going to hit them earlier, right? We won't, we won't beat them in the finals because we'll, we'll see, if, we, if we see them, we'll have to see them a lot earlier. Yeah. Good. Like a brew. Well, we're coming up on an hour. Our fucking man, Kayvon, is the best in the business. He's just sitting here. This is fucking easy for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just out here kicking it. Sunday morning. You have your obligations to get back to. We thank you for coming in and dropping this interview with us. Yeah, man. On behalf of my co-host, Florida man, Uncle Johnny. I'm BT. You're listening to Rugby Pick'em, the best fucking podcast out there. We're landing big guests like Kayvon Williams. Big. Huge. Well, huge. 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 And, oh, yeah. Any last shout-outs? And this is your whole career right now, if you just want to go. Fuck, man. That's so many. I named a lot of people in there. Keep going. I, I mean, I named my mom and dad. You know, I named, uh, you know, all all the Barbos, all, all the Barbos that helped me. You know, Jason Kelly, you know, Steve Laporta, my man, Tyson Meek. You know, I, I, stay, I stay in contact with Tyson all the time, man. Um, He's recruiting so well. You know. There's uh, so many new faces in Kansas. But like, like all the boys I, all the boys I play with, it was it was just good. Special shout out to the fucking Rat Bag. Rat Bag. <laughs> A special shout out to my man, Elliot, man. Elliot. <laughs> he owes me $100. According to Elliot, he, he would not let me off the hook if I didn't say. He beat you in a hundred meter race. Is that true? All right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Elliot is a he's a fucking cheater. <laughs> yeah, he's but, a rat back, but, man. but if you just want the straight up winner and loser of the race, he did beat me. Technically, with I might add a beer in his hand. <laughs> 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 Typical rat bag. Typical. But, yeah, he beat me. But when he brings his ass back over here, you know we got to get a rematch. There you go. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun, man. I really appreciate you guys having me. Cheers, Kay. Right, thanks, thanks for coming out. Out there living in debt, 
cash and minimal checks. Turn on the TV, see a nigga Rolex, and fantasize about a life with no stress. I mean, it's just sincerely. And as a nigga who was once in your shoes, living with nothing to lose, I hope one day you hear me. Always gonna be a bigger house somewhere, but nigga, feel me. Long as the people in that motherfucker love you dearly. Always gonna be a whip that's better than the one you got. Always gonna be some clothes that's fresher than the ones you rock. Always gonna be a bitch that's better out there on the tours. But you ain't never gonna be happy till you love yours. Such thing is a life that's better than yours. Love yours. Such thing is a life that's better than yours. Love yours. Such thing is a life that's better than yours.